Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Achtung Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Berlin. Except no sandwiches. Welcome to a grey and overcast London Road in Peaceful. Joining me, he's been in Weatherspoons, he's had a couple, he's going to give some fruity opinions, it's Mr Harry Warren. Good afternoon, dear listeners. <laughs> also alongside him, not seen since the Leeds game, Charlie, hello Charlie. You alright? <laughs> a man of few words. A man of few words. Two and a half thousand Bill Wolf come up here, dear listeners. The police operation is... Um, Oppressive eights. Quite, quite heavy handed so far. I mean, I walked past one place, I parked down the road, and they're videoing me as I'm walking past. Yeah, they're videoing us in a pub, videoing us now. Um, it's what? What's that, about 10, 15 coppers in front of us? Yeah. No real names. Fucking shouts of you need a mask in the ground for the uh, announcement. For I'm there, there, masks downstairs, Harry. I think you've got two hopes. <laughs> you've got two hopes, very little and none. Reinforcing that rule. That comes in next Saturday, listeners. Um, the club in a very invidious position, Harry. I mean, I don't know what they can do. They've got to enforce the law, but, you know, we, we were just talking off air, listeners, about the rights and wrongs of it all and the hypocrisy that we've seen all week in government circles. How are you going to enforce that? I don't know. And it's going to be the minimum wage stewards that stand outside are going to get the shit. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, as I said, like, for me, you don't need to be lectured by anyone. Your personal no. choice is your personal choice. That's and I think that's and the rest it. of it, yeah. That, that's it. And I, I don't believe, and this is my opinion, and I have no opinion on whether or not you've taken a vaccine this now. But you can't be, as a politician, pro-choice and pro-vaccine passport. That would be my thing. It is people's choice is what they do with their own body. You also can't be pissing it up at Christmas parties when you instruct the country well, to do otherwise, well, this, is, this is true. But the Labour the Labour politicians. Oh no! I make that, that, that point across the board. Well, no, well, no, but this is their chance to strike, and he thanks him for his new daughter. So that's <laughs> your fucking chances. Enough politics. We're going to kick off very shortly, listeners. I think it's an unchanged team from um, yeah, from the nice. Birmingham very impressive win against Birmingham. This afternoon, they're kind of a Spurs style brilliant white shirt with uh, dark blue shorts. So, we're about to kick off. Lions are attacking the Western Homes end. Away with the grey skies of Peter River above us, dear listeners. We're in the, uh, the deskgo.com co working space. Uh, the romance of football hasn't died in Peterborough, and away we go. We're behind one end, so the view. Isn't my ideal choice? I'd love to be on the side, and we were in the side stand last time we came here, which would be 2015, dear listeners. A 5 3 loss. Were you up here for that one, ain't you? I, did, I didn't come. That was in the days of 4 4 2 and Dyaks. Neil Harris and uh, Lee Gregory and Steve Morrison up front. Yeah. Incidentally, listeners, there was a steward doing the rounds below me who looks through the world with his mask on, like Steve Morrison. I don't think it is Morrow, but you look like him. They say everyone's got a double, and I think Morrow's double. Lives in Peterborough. Lives in Peterborough, working as a steward. Peterborough wearing a kind of an Arsenal-style shirt, only with blue, blue with white sleeves. The away end is rocking, dear listener. That's still terracing down the end there. That, that far end, that home end, is terracing. 
it's old fashioned charity. I mean, well, I, I know, but like, no, presumably, if you've got that already, wouldn't you just fucking go in for that trial? I would have thought, but the whole stand looks like it's in the. I mean, it's an old stand. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you have thought you would have made your away in that? I would have done that, yeah. Rather than. Maybe I don't want 2,000 mil standing up down there. <laughs> Jumping up and down, yes. Nine and a half minutes, comes on ten minutes, gonna be on the left side of corner for the lines. Been a bright start by Millwall. Yeah, the, the discussion from the chaps has been that number ten looks like Fred on He does it, he does. Yeah. As good as him as well with that missed kick shot. <laughs> that was very Fred, wasn't it? He does yeah, like Fred. Take right back off from the crunching challenge by Danny McNamara. He's taking him the three out of the game. Danny Mac, if you are listening, I know you are a Millwall fan. That was fucking top quality. That is proper Millwall. Early crunching time, Daniel Max taking out the 321 replacements coming in. We're still waiting to take this left sided corner, listeners. He's hobbling off like went before I did my backing. I walked off like that. Kind of Groucho Marx style. Yeah. Only slower. I think you moved quicker when you had your heart attack. <laughs> Left-sided corner, Scott Malone will take, dear listeners. Taking it short. Another one into the middle, that was almost one of those set pieces. It's been oh. cleared. We used to have a Guinness Book of Records of the tallest picture of the tallest man ever lived. It looks a bit like Jake set against that little, little bloke just, there. Just lift that. All you got to do with that, that free kick, not do too much of it, just hit that back. Left-sided, uh, Jed, it's long, 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 that long. is. Too long. Too long. Going for a goal kick. Yeah. George Evans carving himself a little bit of a reputation. The first, the first thing I've ever seen positive other than the goal. Well done, Evans. Okay. He strikes me as a bit like he, he could turn into one of them Millwall players that you don't know what they do, but they actually do quite a lot when he's not in the David team. David Livermore, Yeah. Passing ability about him as well, Evans. I think he showed that last week. He did, yeah. first time really, because he, he used, gives it away a bit. But then when he grows into the game, he's actually a bit more consistent. But um, I still don't know what to make of Evans. Though. No, Jura is out on him. I think. To, to be fair, like, and it's lovely to have George Chabot on the bench, thinking that he's a lot better than what you've got on. Yeah, at his best. Yeah. I'd quite like to see Keefton belled again, really, but I mean, he's nowhere near the team no, at the moment, no. which is a bit. Well, he's just brought in as a kind of a destroyer, isn't he? A, a yeah, killer, he's a destroyer. you know. Yeah, sort of, uh, yeah. I can see him. He goes straight down the left side, ball into yes. the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Side, those charges have got to be put away. That's, that's, that's got to be done. He did it. Give him a contract! Renew that contract! Well, we haven't done a lot this season that's been clinical, but we were there. He was there. That's all we have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Peterborough are known for an attacking soul, so it's a bit strange that they've not scored for five games. They always yeah. find non-league players with pace and power. They do. That's, That's the a poor ball. ball, poor ball by Malone. Gives the ball in midfield. He's had to take one for the team now. He'll get, he'll get a yellow for that. I, I think that's was. harsh. I think it is a harsh. Yeah. He, he made the mistake and then corrected with a free kick. If it was a foul, yeah. that's not a We've seen, like, seen him not given. We've seen him not given. I think we've got to watch. We've got, we've got to keep it tight. We've got to keep it tight because if they've looked nothing up front, if we keep giving the ball cheaply, they'll nick one. We, they? Haven't, we haven't played well. <laughs> no, we haven't. We've not done brilliant. We've not had much of the ball at all, really. There's another free kick over here. Another cheap free kick to be absolutely honest. Murray Wallace concedes on the left side of the penalty area. 
best fucking... Halfway through the first half, it's going to be a Peterborough free kick on there, right our left as we look from our away end. Chance to float the ball into the middle. It's quite a lot of nice... I didn't realise how many nice flags we've got. Bigsy is it, eh? Big Bigsy and Ruby, we fear no foe. Brings us together, let them come. Can't quite see who that's dedicated to, but there's some really nice flags, as Harry says. There's not more than about flags, they've got a chance to score. Here it comes from the left, it's floating oh, into the middle. That's a good tight. save down low by Bart Bielkowski. A little touch on the a well flighted ball, actually. That's a decent save there, boys. Fuck off, Pierce. <laughs> Alex Pierce. That was a cursory clap by Pierce as well, wasn't it? It was a very, very, uh, you know. I know I shouldn't be here. Alex, Alex Mitchell deserves to be in the side more than that cup. Yeah, I, I was reading that they're going to leave him on loan at Orient for the season. Uh, Kenny Jackett's uh, really loving him down there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's yeah. a big boy. There's I a picture a, of him. He's, he's built only about like, 19. He's built like a shit house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His brother's got a mate that who goes to Orient. He's not an Orient fan. He just watches Orient yeah, yeah. because they're like the. A, a lot do. A lot do. Yeah. You know, he reckons he's outstanding. In a couple of breaks, here comes Benedict Fobey coming down the centre. He's got no one with him. Oh, he gets slattered there. That's got to be a free kick. Edge of the penalty area, just short of the penalty area. You know, Jed Wallace territory, you're right. Jed Wallace, that was a nice run by Benigafobo. He's just drawn a free kick there, I thought. Lovely, go sooner up. Let's wrap this up. Samo! <laughs> 24 minutes. Yeah, you don't get that kind of love, do you, Pierce? He looks at us like a. Like a <laughs> you know, like, like a lecherous wife, like looking at your wife that you know is having an affair, but you can't prove it. Well, you're it. a party and your woman's talking to some other bloke and you're looking at it and you can't. <laughs> I could be with her. <laughs> I could be your George Savile. <laughs> about Alex Mitchell, I mean, if we're looking for a Hutchinson replacement in a couple of years, he could step right in those shoes. Yeah, I, he's I looking very much shoes. looking that way. Yes, yes. Free kick time for Jed Wallace, dear listeners. There we go. It's a shot, it takes a deflection. Bad deflection and away from the goal in actual fact. Here come Peterborough, dear listeners. About halfway inside the Millwall half. They spray the ball about quite nicely. Great work there by Danny Mack. Again. Taken short. Here's the 11 on the edge of the penalty area. a shot over the bar. He was given a little bit of time and charged him down well there, but a better player might have got that on target, mightn't it? A free milk wall charged him down. I mean, they're looking League One level, right? yeah, but that's not an excuse. That's no. just. The goal that we scored was quality, like in terms of. Well, the opportunity, uh, the move, and then the opportunity had to be put away, I mean, and it we was. Spread yeah. it, we spread it out from Cooper to Wallace to Malone. Malone overlap into Wallace. Wallace front post. Yeah. Bradshaw. Like that, that, that's a quick passing move. Attack to the fin. Uh, defence to attack. That's great. That's probably Gary Rowe at 101. But since then, we've been shit. Before that, we've been crap. But, it's not a way performance. Like, you'll take one, you'll win. I don't care if we don't have another kick. As long as we oh, to some one, level, would you would you say that Peterborough reduced that? The, the, the level's not great, is it? That we're seeing out at the moment. That's a foul. No, they kind of dragged us down. Yeah, they dragged us to their level. But like, there's a there's a chance there to play the ball. That Danny's this is Danny Mack going down the right side. Over, over hit, over hit. True. I, I was, to be honest, like I expected. The reason today's got so it's got like a carnival atmosphere in your way in. It's because a lot of people won't maybe come because of well, all the restrictions what's going on. will put a lot off. I was looking at the club website, listeners, about how you might be able to get in, presuming that you do come to the Palace My game. Are for anyone you, need a, you need your COVID passport, which is do, do, downloaded off of the gov.work website, I think. No, the NHS app, isn't it? That's off you the, can get it off the app. If you, don't, got, wanna, if you don't want to get I'm, the app... Uh, you, you, can go do, you, you, can go, you can go on to the NHS, like, uh, basically yeah. a backdoor idea, and if you've got an Apple iPhone, you can put it in your wallet. 
What was funny, Harry said um, if it was uh, in place today, good luck to the Peterborough Stewards. Well, you imagine up, trying to do that on the, on the on the Palace game. Can you imagine oh, yeah, it? Yeah, no chance. Blokes would pay £30 pound to get in there, you know. Yeah. I mean, we I'm, were on the train and people were on the wrong train having a go at the bloody float. I mean, you know, that's <laughs> that's not even to do with COVID. Do you know what I mean? Imagine COVID. Minimum wage, I wouldn't do it for yeah, a, te- a ten or an hour. I'll tell you that much. As we waffle on this. This is a corner for Peterborough, as we're talking about. It's floated into the near post. Into the danger here, but there was pushing and shoving, Harry. I, I think we cleared it anyway, yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's fine. But you can, you can get, a, you do a lateral flow test, if you have and you go on the NH, uh, the Gov website and get a, a proof of some sort. I think it's like a text message that yeah, you show. Yeah, you, 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 so from my knowledge of doing it um, it's, away it, from home, it, it ain't as bad as you'd think it was. But like, it's not as, com- it's, it's com. It's complex to a level, but not massively complex, if that makes any sense. It's, it's, it's worth saying it, it, it's the law, it's not the club's decision. No, well. it's, it's, it's what's been imposed you know, on us. We've got to do it, we've got to do it. So. I mean, whether you agree with it or not, unfortunately, yeah, it's a bit... Well, the only other choice is don't, don't go, which I know is not a great choice, but that's, that's, if you really, if your principles are, uh, don't allow it, then you've got to take that, that choice, but that's not... There's a little uh, drink for a fight of the Fred lookalike, the 10. What can he do? Shot into, into Murray Wallace. Oh, when he gives the ball away, it's a shot that's taking a deflection. It's going to go for a right-sided corner. Little moments panic there. I thought the 10, the, uh, the Fred lookalike was through there, boys. <laughs> I did, but there was a... But why, why did Billy Mitchell try and chip a fucking player on his own? Ah, loss, loss, of, um, loss of reason. As it is, it's on the right side, left side from their point of view. Corner, it's on the 21. We'll take. 32 minutes. Dembele is the uh, the Fred lookalike. Ball into the middle. That's not dealt with very well. We're looking a little bit sluggish. Nicely uh, dealt with there, though. Here comes Evans gives the ball away and gets clattered. That's a free kick. I was just going to slate him for giving a poor ball away there and he drew yeah, a free kick. saw him coming. I did see him coming. To be honest, it's a bit... The referee's neck... He, he sort of got to a level where any contact is a foul. Yeah. So he's making this very like, easy to... If you see the game that well, you'll, yeah. you'll be fine. Nick's, I'm letting you in behind the scene here. Nick's had to pull off his leather gloves to, uh, to now go looking for, for facts. <laughs> um... 13.8 million with a loss this last year, up from 10.7 the year before. Um, so three million quid COVID. Yeah, losses. covered of course by John Berylson. Um, nice for the, for the, what a nice man. Obviously, lockdown has um, been that expensive. So in, in, in amongst that will be the club's roll forward of the season tickets, um, which for this year, I mean, they rolled forward the amounts yeah. paid last year, which... Um, I mean, three million quid in the grand scheme of things, a lot of Millwall money, but I reckon there'll be clubs that are worse off than us. Oh, way, way worse off, yeah, I mean... Um, it just shows how well run we it's, are. It's, it's the Millwall part, that you, as you say there, the Millwall context. 34 minutes. There was a moment I thought we were going to get a penalty there. Yeah, they're, they're trying to play a bit of football, Peterborough, but I mean, we're sitting so deep they yeah. just can't get. Through. They can't get I'm past. Not being funny, it. This is not like this is almost, and I've never said this before. Oh. You almost need a Kifton Bell and Evans. Just, just, to, just to break it up. You need Jimmy Abdu in there. Basically, yeah. So, so you can get the one who's... I mean, what? We've already got who's on the yellow already? Malone's on the yellow. They seem to have gone through the midfield slightly easily at times. Yeah, which I, I think that, that's your point there, Mike, really, yeah. the, the Kifton belt. Yeah, it is. I really don't think we should be losing this game from here. I mean, this is, no, not, this, no. this is a game we ought to be winning, yeah. taking three points back. Well, it, was from, a, it was a game you should be winning on paper, which is normally yeah, the games that we've Yeah, but from what we've seen so far... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we don't deserve to be ahead at all. No, I don't, but now you are edge, you can't lose from here. That, yeah, that's yeah, right. True. And you can't really get a point from here. That would still be a... If, so you that, if, if, we, get, if we draw here, that would feel like a beat, a beat, yeah. a loss. A beat. The crowd's got a bit flat as well for the Millwall end. I mean, well, there's nothing to, to get no, behind. There's not. I mean, like, I, I mean, we're all probably look at the table and we don't, we're always, when you're in the ground, you're always at a disadvantage to everyone who's listening to this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But you don't know how the other results are going. And, no. and all you can think of is that you want to end, 
you want to end the day in the top six would be a massive start to fucking December. It's a going big into, Going into the Christmas time, yeah, I agree. We, we said in the pub before, I mean, we're four points off six now, so there's a slight gap. Yeah, you don't want to be too, to become too exactly. far. Exactly. I mean, yeah. if the ambition is getting the top six, you win today. It's a free kick float. It falls. That's going to be offside. A lot of offsides. A lot of offsides. Push it back, I think. Well, a dull game does the police's work for it. It was better than anything, Harry, didn't it? I think so. No one's going to get overexcited with um, the bulk of the game so far, dear listeners. Ah, can you a little bit of possession for Peterborough, dear listeners. Just outside the, about halfway inside the mill half. Well, back and forth. 41 minutes. It's been fairly um, mundane fair, to be honest. Being pushed backwards and backwards. Lions leading it. If we weren't leading it, as I said earlier on, we would probably be a little bit more um, un unhappy. As it is being ahead, it, it takes some of the edge off of it. We're very much behind the ball and we're just yeah, sitting waiting for it to come to us. It's the comparison against home where, you know, against Birmingham, we press so high. Yeah. Here we're just sitting back and just letting them kind of have the ball and yeah, just trying to grind it out. Yeah. So, Looking for the proverbial second goal, really, and that's how we're going to do it. We're not looking very hard. That shit. Yeah, they come down the, uh, the left. There's a the ten, a little bit of space opened up there. Great, great tackle there by uh, Murray Wallace. He's done that twice now. Yeah. Ever dependable Murray Wallace. He is. He is. Well, there's half time. Lions leading at the break. Um, not one for the football purists, the lovers of the beautiful game there, Harry, but enough. Any Millwall one nil lead at half time is beautiful. Danny Mac probably my standout from that half so far. Uh, otherwise, we've sat behind the ball a lot and let them come on to us. And uh, so far, living on our nerves a little bit, but we've done okay. Yeah, living on the nerves, but. At the end of the day, they've done the job. They took the one 0 lead against the play, and that's a perfect away performance, really. So far, so good. We'll be back after these messages, dear listeners. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, thirty six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/work. Shopify.com/work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot; we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since two thousand thirteen, Bombus has donated over one hundred million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com/acast code acast. Achtung, Mailball. Teams are coming back out for the second half. Then there's the general consensus around the internet. Doug in Sweden. 
everyone was that wasn't a great half of football. It was a very poor display generally by Millwall, but thankfully better to be in front in a poor display than behind. So um, it's probably about as much as we can say. We do seem to have um, been content to sit behind the ball. I do worry at half-time that if we keep on containing and sitting behind the ball that um, Peterborough will, will press for a goal. They've not been brilliant in front of goal, but you can give them chances, they will get something. The uh, ponytail goalkeeper is drawing a little um, ribald ribaldry from the away fans in the middle end. It's kind of got like a... Um, it's like a Croydon facelift style um, long hair with pulled back into a ponytail. You know the style I mean, listeners. Second half is underway, listeners. Mill now attacking the, um, the away fans. This is Danny Mack coming down the right. A little bit more purposeful, shall we say. In the opening seconds, at least, of the, of the second half. This is, uh, is Benning Afobe, just in front of the D. Dispossessed, unfortunately. And free kick conceded. So that was the end of that purposeful period. There's the 11, ball in from the right side. That's cleared again. That's really bad. For we seem to be um, content to be sitting behind the ball. I know that um, Peterborough are pressing us at the moment, but we... We really need to do something with the midfield or drop one. Because if you, we're not going forward, so you've either got a... I think, as, as Mike said, it might be a Keithton Bell situation. It's getting worse all the time. Like, Bradshaw and a phobie, like, there's no one near them for 30 Our, our ball's out from defence of finding blue shirts each time. So Peter Brown on the left now. Pressing forwards. We need the crowd to get behind us and lift us. They need five minutes. This is the uh, the 11 from distance. That's on target. Batted over by Bart Bill. Comes out with a swerving shot. Dealt with nicely by Bart there, Harry. Yeah, good save. I, I, think, the, I think the over sort of moved right and then realised it was going back to his left. Good save. 51 minutes. going to be a corner. Right sided corner of Peter Bart. I still can't get past your idea of Keithton Bell because I think that's probably we need someone to make it a bit more painful in midfield, don't we? We can't get the ball. No, that's the problem. So Keithton Bell's been pressed. Nicely done there, Murray Wallace. He's found Tom Bradshaw. Finally, we draw a free kick. I think he was looking for that, boys. Bradshaw draws a free kick in the centre circle. Just takes a sting away from the situation it's one of those games where I think if it was nil-nil I would be really pissed yeah, off yeah but it's the one nil but we, we we're leaving out. somehow we won it yeah uh, and you're alright yeah Peter on the break forwards trying to lift the ball into the oh, danger zone one each lifted over um, down the middle of the defence lifted over by Bill Kosky for one all poor goal poor goal Given the possession, but they, 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 they pass it well. We're lucky to be ahead, and now we've got to try and play. Yeah. It's a 16 on the left, ball into the middle, the nine. Another chance near post ball. We're living on our nerves, listeners. Good at home or good away, we can't. No, we don't string it together, do so we? So finally, we're quite good at home. We've seen shit away from home again. You know, and that's what the scouting. This is a left-sided corner, listeners. And it comes deep, 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 back and punched away by Bart. We've sat back and let them come on to us, and, we, and then you wonder why we're now one each. Two-one, make that two-one. Ball in from the right side, headed in from close. Two-one. Drawing some abuse down here, right? Rightly so. We fucking nailed on. We said at half time, we said fucking at full time. Like, uh, it's been poor. Up in the goal. Very poor. 
poor performance. Again? Again. Robert said that lad Johnson Clark Harris was warming up and he said he's not scored, he's not done very well this season. He's scored, scored two. for five games, yeah. isn't it? And he's scored two. I've waited so fucking long. He row it, your football is shit. Story out, Millwall, you fucking idiot. Quick, that quick, Gary's back. Play two to one for the Ipswich job. Get off his fucking fence, that's what I want to see. It's just sitting there. I mean, you want to see a manager when you do one down? He sat, he sat very, very, he sat down doing nothing. It's not quite hiding in the dugout, but it's he should be out there being more an animation. We should be winning this game. Well, I mean, this is a scary. Two and a half thousand Millwall here. Ready for some festive cheer and we're not fucking seeing it. No, we're not. He's built. Here comes Tom Bradshaw. I don't know. I, don't, I think he's got a team that are better than what he's playing. So that's my opinion there. This game has been, uh, final right words, it's been a very, very lacklustre performance. We've got a goal ahead, and then since then we've sat back waiting for 90 minutes, haven't we? I mean, anyone watching this game would have said, well, we can't keep doing that because they're going to draw them on. Well, I don't I understand it if like, Peterborough are like, top of the table, but they're shit. Well, they're third from bottom of the table. Exactly. With Derby, with a, a, um, underneath them. They're second from bottom, really. If, there, if there's any ambition to try and finish top six, you have to beat teams like this. Well, we said at half time, this is not a game. No matter how bad we played, that we yeah. didn't lose. Yeah. Shouldn't be losing from here. We shouldn't. Yeah. No. Yeah. We were lucky to be ahead and we got what well, was coming. Well, you draw your luck, you take it, you, you bank it. Yeah, you do. But, I mean, uh, Two main substitution, Matt Smith and, and Matt Mason Smith Bennett. Panic button. Three main, uh, Ojo's coming in as well. Three, three changes, Mason Bennett. He's playing as panic stations, are not he? But, but we should. He, we said this should, you need to tighten up the midfield. They're running through us. All through the first half. We said all, the, all the people under the previous regime that used to say never used to make substitutions. So he takes Wallace, off. Wallace comes out. The creative player that we've got. You don't know what you're doing. Malone and Wallace come out. I don't understand that. Do Never take Jed. Well, no, because he's the one player that can do the unusual. The There's career. always a little bit of magic in Jed. He can be shit for 89 minutes and they'll score a free kick from 30 yards. Never take him. He'll be willing enough, but he's not got the. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a dig at Murray Wallace. It's a dig that he's been put in that position yeah. by his manager. Like that's it's just ridiculous. We've we've gone backwards. Like in this game, like you're one you up, hold the lead. Then when you don't hold the lead anymore, you have to react. Then don't yeah. wait until they go two one up. Well, you said before, Nick, if you can't hold a 1 0 lead, what is the point in Gary Rowett away from home? Well, that, that is his point. That's that's all he's about. And we've looked so poor. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to kill the game, kill the game. You yeah. know, do it, but do it professionally, do it a right. Lot of, a lot of us would accept Gary Rowett if he was winning. Balling from the right, towards... Ojo just so lax and basically at the back post. Over the head of Matt Smith there, Ojo's got it on the... Uh, rain is now pouring down. Finds Mason Bennett. Skids. He's still got the balls inside the penalty area. Shot. Lots. 13 minutes to go, dear listeners, 77 minutes. I wonder if this is a turning point. I mean, most, I've not heard anything like that on, on mass, like that. You get you get comments, I mean, where I'm seeing you, you're, often you'll hear it on the show, blokes having a go around it, but it's not like a collective um, charm, or whatever you want to call it. I think it's the frustration of not knowing what we are, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Are we trying to push for the playoffs, or are we just mid-table? You know? And I think 
we all we all want to try and get in the top six, but you see performances like this and just think, well, what are we fucking doing? We're better than that. You know? for, yeah. me, for me, the league is a very poor league, right? And this is our best chance. Yeah, right? it, is, it is. Right, because it's not very good. No, right? I agree. I agree. And 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 the fact of the matter is that we're being outplayed by a team that are third bottom. Admittedly at their ground, but I, we I, are I go for they're actually second from bottom because Derby, I think, are a disproportionate yeah, position. Yeah, 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 I agree. Second worst side. Yeah, they're the second worst side in the, in the table. This has been, given that we're what, eight, in eighth position, we're three points off the playoffs. League table-wise, some people would not having seen, not having seen this, would say, "Well, you're being unjustifiably harsh in your in, in your take on it." But yeah, watch this. I think it's been such a drab and mundane performance, and so clueless in tactical terms. What is this? This is the nine. I thought he was through on goal in for a moment. That's the frustration. Is you know what what what's our ambition this year? I think that's what it is because we came here expecting to win today and try. And we should have won it. Yes, we should have won it. You know, we, we don't do mid-table very well as Millwall. Fans. No, we don't. No, we need we need what's the word? We need absolutes. We either need to be fighting relegation yeah. or fighting promotion because we can't do average at the game. <laughs> Uh, and this is what this is. This is very, yeah. very, very. No, this ain't average. This is shit today. There's Billy, Billy Mitch. He's got Mason Bennett on his left side. Billy Mitch in there. That's a corner. That's a corner. Yeah, he did. He kicked it Referee gives a goal kick. Yeah, he kicked it. There it is. Full time. Go down 2-1 at Peterborough. In my opinion, the poorest performance under Gary Rowett's management. Um, a winning position at half-time H against bottom three opponents. And we've looked second best from the moment we, we went ahead. Um, I don't know what to say. I'm actually a little bit lost for words after that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to him getting fucking booed. There you go. Good enough. Boo, boos for the players that have come down to the middle winds. Um, the whole thing feels very toxic. Um, we're going to sign off from London Road, Peter, but I've had enough of this for one afternoon, dear listeners. Big thank you to Mike Hayden for coming on the show. Thank you very much, Nick. Thank you, H. Yeah, right. And thank you to the listeners. Your football is shit. Hi Nick, it's Angelo mate, uh, been to the game today, a uh, couple of positives that I want to point out straight away was obviously our goal was superb mate and uh, the away fans, just brilliant mate, deserved a lot better performance, um, obviously I think we're a bit lucky to go in 1-0 up but we'll take it, um, second half mate, this is where I think Gary Rowett did get it wrong, um, the first 20 minutes Peter Brown were all over us, that little kid Dembele was running the show, in my opinion, um, at that time, he needs to bring on more midfielders, pack out the midfield, and try and nullify the, the young kid. And what does Gary Rowett do? He waits till we're 2-1 down before making the changes. I don't get it, mate. I just don't get that. He needed to make the changes, you know, the first 15 minutes of the second half. And then the one that really blew my mind is we're 2-1 down, and he decides to take Jed off, which is crazy. It's, it's beyond crazy to take him off. You know, he's only playing one one game a week. We ain't got mid-week games, can't be tired. So, yeah, I think Gary Rowett got it wrong there, mate. Needs to make the subs earlier, bring on the midfielders, and I think we might be able to sneak at least a draw or, or, or even hold out. But, yeah, very disappointing day. Uh, come on, you Lions. Achtung, Mailball. We made far too many fouls first half. You know, we have to defend better than that. You have to stay on your feet and defend and, and deal with those, those little bits of movement. Uh, we didn't do that, but still... To go in 1-0 up at half-time, you know, we changed it, formation, because I felt as though we needed to do something just to change the performance level. Um, second half was fairly similar. Um, we couldn't stop them getting balls into little pockets, and we certainly didn't deal with the movement. The two goals are classic case. The first one, the player drops off as our back four. Um, we don't go with him. And then there's two players, one of which is Clark Harris, who runs behind four of our players, and he gets in the other side. I don't know whether maybe Danny just toes it rather than Clark Harris, but they end up scoring to make it 1-1. And then at that point you think, OK, well, if that doesn't liven us up, then nothing will. Um, 
ball goes wide, we amble out to the ball, we let the ball come in the box um, and Clark Harris is on his own at the back post to tap in. So again, ridiculous goal for us to concede, to be honest with you. And, and we haven't kept enough clean sheets this season. I think we've kept four all, clean, all, all season. And sometimes away games, you've got to dig in and be resilient. Sometimes you've got to use the ball better. Um, I think we, we fell short in both um, areas today. We've seen in a lot of the games they end up with a lot of bodies caught forward. So if you can defend properly as a team, then that's what happens. You open spaces up, we're good on the counter. We showed that with a goal. Um, and then we just didn't quite do it with the same quality and composure after that. And, um, but yeah, look, our, our, our forwards have stepped up in terms of what they need to do. What I could argue today is for them to score a very good counter-attacking goal. They need better quality, better service, more quality, more service into them. Uh, or to allow them to make those attacks and then they have to be able to rely sometimes on the defenders keeping a clean sheet even when we don't play well as a game uh, in, in the game um, and I think you know today we didn't do that but yeah look, it's great for Bradders to get another goal um, but again it's hard to see any real positives today because uh, I thought that you know I was quite embarrassed with the performance at times but at the same time I don't want to take that away from Peterborough because I thought they were excellent and they were thoroughly deserved of the victory Big thank you to Angelo for leaving that voicemail message. Do leave us your voicemails, listeners. We're always welcome, always interested to to hear what the views of our support are. 0208 Um This is being recorded on a fairly um, tough Sunday morning, I suppose. Sunday morning nightmare we used to have, didn't we, um, on the show. Trying to put some perspective on that very disappointing loss yesterday we do try and pride ourselves on this show for keeping it um you know in in perspective um let's just begin by saying what a, a disappointing loss that was as we've just heard from Gary Rowett there the the manager himself says it was embarrassing it was embar- certainly embarrassing to be in the London Road Stadium and especially in that second half as as um effectively a capitulation took place by what is, let's not forget, a fairly decent Millwall squad by Millwall standards. Um, it's something that um, defeats the def- <laughs> defeats the mind slightly, how we can lurch from a, a pretty good performance last week against Birmingham. Um, OK, Birmingham weren't brilliant, but we certainly beat them convincingly. How do you lurch with an unchanged side from last week's show to yesterday's debacle? As Jake Sanders put it, very well, actually, on social media. One of the first posts I saw when I got back to my car yesterday, Jake says, a dreadful afternoon for Millwall. One of the lowest points of the Gary Rower era. Three shots on target against a team inside the bottom three is poor. And to concede 21 shots, I haven't seen any of the statistics yet, Jake, 21 shots on goal, considering Posh hadn't scored for seven and a half hours, is even worse. Huge opportunity missed. I think that goes to the heart of it because... Going into yesterday's game, um, I think we were three points off of the sixth spot and we were looking upwards. We were hungry to push ourselves into the playoff contention. I think we've got to be realistic after that. I know there's a lot of the season yet to go and we are striving not to to overreact to a very poor performance yesterday. But I don't think we can think of ourselves in, in the current um, setup as playoff contenders and the reason for that is that we seem to lack the um that essential spine that 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 will that um surge not to accept what's coming your way um as the second half wore on there was no leadership on field or off field for that matter um at the same time I've got another um, message here on on, um, on Twitter from a chap called Greg Kensel. And Greg says, I went to the game today and I've been following Millwall for 23 of my 28 years. And he could reel off the inc- some incredibly worse performances than yesterday. Um, so why is a Millwall team and manager taking stick with 25 minutes to go in a game that's still in the balance? Who do we think we are? Asks Greg. Um... I mean, I would say in reply to that, Greg. I mean, you 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 have a, a kernel, a nugget of something in in that post, and I I, I don't want to um, diminish that because I think there is a certain um, you know in the heat of battle, 
on a, on a freezing cold day in the pouring rain as we all were there yesterday um, logic tends to go out the window a little bit and people do um, overreact I don't know equally equally you can't always be logical you can't always be calm um, sometimes situations do demand an irrational answer um, mightn't be a very um, good way to put it but um, you know the outburst of the crowd yesterday chanting your, your football is shit at, at Gary Rowett was also touching on a truth your tr you know your truth is, is is correct there have been a hell of a lot worse performances in the last 25 years we all know the names and the managers and and almost certainly we could name the the games and the performances but that doesn't help now um we are supposedly and we've assembled a squad that is supposedly designed to press for a top 6 finish that's that's the aim that's that's the um that's the purpose of it all and we seem to be some way short of that and the question then has to arise, um, why is that? Do we just accept that? Because once upon a time, Holloway messed up against um, Norwich, springs to mind, you know, 2014, 13, whenever it was. Um, does that impact on now? It, it doesn't. We are talking about the here and now. We're talking about a fairly, um, by all standards, expensively assembled squad, we're running 13 million point something loss this year, which John Berylson covers. All of that is being covered because there must be some superior plan to try to achieve, at least for one season, Premier League status um, in order to, to wipe the, the slate clean. Um, it was a huge opportunity missed indeed, as, as Jake Sanders has put already. Um, two and a half thousand fans travelled up there, listeners. It was a good atmosphere. You'd have heard that on the on the uh, the live footage we did. Two and a half thousand fans fired up. I mean, I, you know, I'm I'm stone cold like the judge because I've driven up there. But a lot of the boys were clearly up for a big day out, um, and we made a good start. Decently taken goal, nice move, and it's happy days. The problem arose as soon as we went one ahead. Um, we seemed to just sit back. Um, as as we've said during the during the game, um, why are we allowing Peterborough to to pass the ball back and forth? And if you keep giving a team possession, even though they are bottom three, um, they clearly weren't brilliant in front of goal. And though they did make changes during the course of the game, and I think that's going to be something that we'll come back to, they did make changes during the game, and they reacted to what they saw in front of them, um, which is the mark of good quality football management. Um, the the thing that um, struck me with Gary Rowett's post-match interview is he keeps repeating this thing that we want to aim to be higher than where we are. Um, a lot of it comes back to the players. I think that that was an unchanged side from a decent performance last week. You do have to look at professional players. I, I can't remember who it was on, on Twitter. Forgive me, whoever posted this, but it was, there was a... There was a a line about expecting professional footballers to be able to at least pass the ball to each other and to make tackles and to, I would go further slightly, um, to to see the pattern of a game as it's developing. Is it too much, listeners, to expect professionals, midfielders particularly, but also, you know, defenders? I'm talking here about Jake Cooper, Sean Hutchinson, Murray Wallace, Danny Mack, I know he's younger. But as you see a team like Peterborough starting to pass the ball with um, impunity, backwards and forwards across our half, and starting to work chances that weren't taken, we need to push forwards. We seem to sit deeper and deeper and deeper. Well, when that's happening, who on the pitch is taking charge of that situation? Who's the leader? Where Where is that person? I, I didn't see it yesterday. I do also look at Gary Rowett on the, on the bench. Um, to some extent, his body language is um, he's not a demonstrative manager. I'm a bit mistrustful of demonstrative managers, but anyway, he was um, sat on the bench for a long period of the time, a long period of the game, and that seems to send a message of um, passivity. Um, where we we as as mere paying customers were saying that we need to tighten up in the midfield. Maybe it was strangely a day to. Um, go full row it, bring on Michael Keeftonbeld, possibly George Savile, take your pick, and tighten up midfield. That was not done. And we pay we pay the price in the end. Um, so, yeah, no on-field leadership, no off-field leadership, management, none that I could see. 
Uh, and yes, you do have professional players that have um, failing to do what they have <laughs> been paid quite well to do. Um, the frustrating part about it was that um, I still believe that the players individually and collectively are better than that performance. Whether they're better than the tactics are allowed to be is something that um, I don't have an answer to. But one thing that does strike me is the impact in a, a coldly ruthless game like football. If you look at other clubs, the impact of a change of manager. Starting to talk about it now, listeners. You know, the the crowd certainly made its, its uh, feelings plain yesterday. You will have heard that in the live footage. But I'm looking at the likes of Steve Cooper at Forest, who has transformed their, their form this season from relegation contenders and has taken them up the table. Um, it pains me to even say it if you look down at Charlton, Johnny Jackson. I know they're in League One and I know they're Charlton and I get all that. But again, they were looking at the bottom of the table. Now they're mid-table because they've strung some results together. And that could all finish. You know, both both clubs could hit um, the rocks of form. But, but as we saw when Gary Rowett first arrived, a change of manager at a crucial part of the season can transform the fortunes of a club. question arises as to whether that's that moment is here and now. Um, we'll go round in circles on that one because um, there are those out there that you know won't, won't entertain that idea and there are others that won't think of anything else. But I, I think the truth has to lie somewhere between those two polar opposites. I do wonder whether the management of the club, and that's going to be Steve Kavanagh talking to... John Barrelson, are starting to weigh up whether a change of jockey might make the horse run faster. I don't know. But going into a big Christmas with January's window looming, um, Gary Rowett's Millwall are at best, at best, a fits and starts kind of side. We win one week, we lose the next. And the only thing consistent about us is being inconsistent. Um, we're not a defensive side. Not really. We're not very good at it, if, we're, if that's where we're setting up to be. Um, we're very average, let's put it that way. The league table doesn't lie. And we're clearly not an attacking side because we um, we don't do that enough. We, we, we haven't scored enough goals across the whole season. Um, should we be aiming for better than that? Should we just accept it? Is it that after 50 years of following Millwall, um, I say that's, that's okay. It kind of is, in, in a historical sense, but we live... In the moment, we don't live 25 years ago when we were really crap or whatever the case may be. We live now. Um, there's your conundrum for a Sunday morning, dear listener. I don't have an answer to that, but I do know that when a mill crowd turns, as it did yesterday, it really makes a quick journey back, if ever. I haven't seen it. Um, so problems are plenty for Gary Rowett going into a tough Christmas. A few social media posts here. I got a message from Doug Hume from yesterday um, in Sweden. Absolutely diabolical, says Doug. We didn't work hard enough. We thought we only had to turn up. I think you're right, Doug. Uh, subs should have been at half-time or 50 minutes in. Yes, um, we were saying it in a stadium. I think everyone um, watching that game as it was unfolding could see the need to kill the midfield. Uh, might have been boring to watch. We would have come home with three points rather than um, nothing, as we have. Um, Doug continues, the only person who came out yesterday with any credit was Tom Bradshaw, and I, I think I would agree with that. It was a nice move for the goal. I, that's that's a, that's been said been said by Gary Rowett. Lion in waiting, um, says Gary Rowett would be in serious trouble if Theopathetis was still at the helm. The fact he remains is the latest of a run of continuous poor decisions by, by, by John Berylson, who's a great benefactor. But a poor chairman, a great benefactor, but a poor chairman, says Lion in Waiting. Um, I'm loathe to, to criticise a man that fronts up £13 million um, yearly, or something like it, £10 million yearly, to, to keep afloat a club that, um, that I've followed since '72. Lion in Waiting. That's an interesting poser. I think it probably comes back to... Aaron's point, he made a few shows back now where we don't really know what kind of club we are. What are we? Um, I wouldn't go so far as to say a poor chairman. He's not a poor chairman. Um, anyone that, that pays that kind of money out cannot be called a poor chairman. But I do wonder what kind of club we are aiming to be. 
Um, Paul Llewellyn asks a similar question. How do we go, how the fuck do we go from smashing Birmingham to making Posh look like prime time Barcelona? This was the old Barcelona listeners, not the one we've got at the moment. Players look lost and some looked uninterested. That's an interesting take, Paul, because I think you're you're hitting a nail on, on the head there about uninterested. I do wonder what's... Um, what goes on behind closed doors, as uh, Charlie Rich once sang, didn't he? What goes on behind? No one knows what goes on behind closed doors. Steve Hudson touches on that. What, there's something wrong with the mindset of the players, says Steve. Um, yeah, it does seem to be something amiss in the side because we didn't look up for it yesterday. We had two and a half thousand roaring us on and they gave good support across the whole game. You can some will say, well, that's you know, it's not good support to to dig out the manager in the way and to boo them. But then that was at the end of a very, very, very disappointing performance. Um, Steve continues. We turned up for fifteen minutes, outplayed Posh, uh, Portsmouth, Peterborough. Keep calling Portsmouth. We got a deserved lead, and then we thought that was job done. Criticising Rowett is fine, but we need someone on the pitch to scream at anyone not doing their job. Um, yeah, I, 100% Steve, I agree with that. Um, Kevin Fuller, very poor, he says, management substitution, we should have realised we were second best when we were 1-0 ahead. With four players on a yellow, that's a good point Kevin. Four players on a yellow, okay the referee was poor, but we needed to have changed it then, rather than waiting till we were losing and making a panic free man sub. Very Holloway-like, says Kevin. Um, DV is not a, not a Gary Rowett fan, clearly. About time he was turned on, says DV. We have been more shit than often through this season with the odd performance papering over the cracks. Still some defend him, though. He's one of the most tactically inept managers we've ever had, says DV. Um, Jim, same point, similar point. We're outnumbered in midfield, but as usual, Rowett just sits and watches, waiting for the inevitable equaliser. That is a criticism, I think, that is valid. I mean, we, we will have our budgetary limitations, listeners. We've said it a few times across the show. I won't hammer the £13 million loss that we've had this week because there's much that's gone into that. Lockdown, COVID, you, all the rest of it, you know the story. But um, we do look, and I'm comparing with um, Peterborough's tactics yesterday. When they changed it, they brought on the striker, they got the two goals. Much, much more direct, much more um, pacey in the second half, much more up for it. Let's get it right. Much more up for it in the second half with a man brought on to um, try and convert some of the chances they were hoping to create. And they, 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 they got paid up. We did, we, we looked um, like little lost lambs. Um, Steve Lee, to finish, complacency after our goal and lack of composure is the root of our poor performance. The manager must take some responsibility for tactical inaction. Who says the league table never lies? The league table doesn't lie, Steve. And the bit of truth for everybody at the moment is that we are very, very, very middle of the table. We're sitting in the 11th position on 30 points, now five points off of six spots. Um, and Peterborough of that win have risen, well, by three, their points have gone up by three points, 19 points. They're still three points short of relegation safety in 21st position which is Reading at the moment with carrying a penalty of course so we are where we deserve to be um, the league table in my opinion does not lie it cannot lie not over the course of now 22 games um, we'll see where we finish at the, at the end of the 46 game season but at the moment we are deservedly and rightly 11th and we can expect no more than that with performances such as we saw Yesterday, um, big thank you to everyone for catching up yesterday. Um, I hadn't seen Mike physically uh, <laughs> before last week, and I've met him twice in a week. So there we are. Like London buses come along, don't they? Um, all, all twice. I mean, so good to meet up with Mike and Harry, uh, as well as Charlie and Andy. Uh, that's Mike, the brothers of uh, Harry and, and Mike, respectively. So good to see you all, boys. Yesterday, commiserations. I think with the travelling support yesterday, it was it was um, it was a mill, good mill travelling support, and it all was frittered away. Um, final shout out for the uh, the two products we're pushing: Mill Who's Who by our uh, colleague Neil Fisler, um, which is on VictorPublishing.co.uk. Wonderful book. Every mill player has ever been since 1885. Um, really good compilation book by Neil there. 1999 on VictorPublishing.co.uk. 
uh, Mill Who's Who, and also our own, if you can support it, the Achtung Calendar is at the millsupportersclub.co.uk store. Uh, £13, which includes um, some postage and packing, but for the most part, at least a tenner of that's going to get donated to the Lions Food Hub, the Acton Calendar, featuring a commemoration of 50 years ago, 1971-72, the heartbreaking season. Um, heartbreak to start, listeners, and heartbreak yesterday to finish us off at, at uh, Peterborough. Um, so so it goes so it goes so huge thank you to you listeners for listening to the show and giving us your support it's always appreciated um i think i'm going to call it quits on yesterday and look forward to next saturday's um high performance against preston let's hope for a win next week try and um lift our spirits for next weekend until then dear listeners from me nick hart it's arriva dirty mill thanks for listening and bye for now Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.